already know what it is. And I promise you already know where you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast, the number one up-and-coming boxing podcast, the number one up-and-coming mixed martial arts podcast. I'm your host and founder, Sean Hubbard, and you have reached the number one up-and-coming combat sports podcast, period, on a special Super Bowl weekend edition of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. What up, though? Let's get it, y'all. We are in the building for a big-time episode on Super Bowl Sunday, and I am ready to, to get right into it, man. We're talking about a top 10, the exclusive Hubbard Wrestling Weekly top 10 pound-for-pound boxers in the world today in 2021 in association with Fight TV. I am fired up. I'm about to give y'all all the info, all the analytics, all the breakdowns of the best fighters in the world today. But before we get into that, we got to get into this. For all my business out owners out there that want to make sure your business projects itself in the best possible light on the internet, there's only one place to go. Hoskraya.com. We're talking about web development. We're talking about web platforming. So there's only one place to go. H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. Hoskraya.com. Because we love tech. And make sure you let them know. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly sent you. Let's get it, y'all. Yes, sir. I'm so happy to be with you guys right here on Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. And we are so fired up for today's episode. First of all, happy Super Bowl Sunday to everybody out there. You got the Chiefs and the Bucks about to try and win a Super Bowl championship. Big game is a little bit later today, and I'm so happy that you're starting your Super Bowl Sunday afternoon right here with Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I'm your man, Sean Hubbard, once again. So happy to be with you. Big shout out to my family, my friends. First and foremost, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Got to give Props and love to the most high, to my family, you know what I'm saying, to the six-pack out there, my boys, Conrad, my boy, you know what I'm saying, Mounty and, and, and Malik, Kyron, Rambo, appreciate y'all, brothers. We in the building right now, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, my boy, Joel over at Fight TV, big shout out to you. Yo, we are in the building, man, because right now I'm about to give y'all the top 10 pound-for-pound boxing list according to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly in association with Fight TV. I'm fired up for this, man. Yo. Got a couple of big fights coming down the pipe, man. You know what I'm saying? Canelo Alvarez about to fight again in a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Adrian Broner. Adrian the problem. Broner trying to resurrect his career after absence, after the loss to Manny Pacquiao a couple years ago. About to come back. Says he's better than ever. Says he's refocused and ready to go. We about to see, man. We about to see. I was a big fan of Adrian Broner. Still a big fan of Adrian the Problem Broner. I hope he's back and ready to go. Hasn't really been the same since he lost to Madonna a while back, but hopefully he's back on track coming up, I believe, next weekend or the weekend after that He's with his comeback fight. And he says within two or three fights, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be world champ again. We'll see about that. You know, talk is cheap, but we're going to find out what it is real, real soon, man. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly's in the building. Fight TV. Shout out to Fight TV. Everybody listening anywhere in the world. If you're listening right here on HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, I salute you. I thank you. If you're listening on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly YouTube channel, I salute you. I thank you. If you're listening through Twitter on my feed on Twitter, I salute you and thank you. If you all checking me out, if you've checked me out on TikTok, I salute you and thank you. Anywhere you are and anywhere in the world you may be listening, I salute you and I thank you. I'm your man, Sean Hubbard, and we're about to get right into this thing, man. The best boxers in the world, man. 
the best boxers in the world. Let me start by saying I love the fight game right now. I feel like boxing is back. I feel like we have some really big stars that have come together or about to come together to make the world of boxing really, really special again. You know what I'm saying? And some of these people that I'm about to drop on this list, I'm about to let y'all know what it is so y'all can see for yourselves what I believe is the best 10 boxers in the world today, pound for pound. And then you can, you know, basically look at my list or listen to my list. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to list this list. I'm going to list this list. <laughs> I'm going to list this list on my Twitter page. So make sure you check it out and comment. I'm going to list this list on TikTok as well. Make sure you comment. Let me know what you think. If you disagree, I welcome all conversation and commentary as it relates to my top 10 boxing pound for pound list. That being said, let's get right into it, man. I'm going to start off at number 10, and I'm going to shock a lot of people with my number 10 pick, my number 10 entrant on this top 10 pound-for-pound list in the world of boxing for February of 2021. And I'm talking about the former WBC, the only man. Let me look at my list once again. I got to make sure I'm accurate. I believe he's the only man on my list who is not currently a world champion. I'm talking about the former WBC heavyweight champion of the world, the man who held that WBC heavyweight championship from 2015 all the way to 2020. I'm talking about the former WBC champ, Deontay Wilder. Yes, the man who got knocked out by Tyson Fury. I still list him as top 10 in the world. He's my 10 best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. And let me tell you why. First of all, 42-1-1, 41 knockouts, held the title for five years, okay? Knocked out Luis Ortiz twice, you know? Won the title from Stavern, right? And then... Two and a half years later, knocked him out in the first round about halfway through his five-year title reign. You know what I'm saying? I think I feel like Deontay Wilder, y'all, bear with me on this. I'm going to break this down because Deontay Wilder, I'm a big fan of his, and I feel like he's gotten an unfair shake in the wake of this uh, recent uh, loss that he had to, um, oh my goodness, to Tyson Fury back last year, February, almost a year ago. He lost the title to Tyson Fury. And I feel like it's unfair that he's taken the, the beating that he's taken because, you know, by the way, when I say beating, I mean figurative beating because he did take a literal beating that night. But Deontay Wilder was the man. You know what I'm saying? Deontay Wilder at the time was 42-0-1 with 41 knockouts and was a WBC heavyweight champion in the world. He came off the controversial, I admit, draw to or draw with Tyson Fury two years earlier, okay, came back with a vengeance, right? First of all, everybody talks about how, how they feel like they that Deontay Wilder lost the first fight to Tyson Fury. Maybe he did, but you know what I remember? I remember that big left hook. I remember that big left hook that put uh, Tyson Fury on his wallet. And I remember Tyson Fury getting up on the count of nine. Credit to Tyson Fury, but if Tyson Fury doesn't get knocked down, Maybe Tyson Fury is the world champ in that particular moment. But Deontay Wilder showed the heart of a warrior that night. The heart of a warrior. And that's the reason why I feel that Deontay Wilder, despite the seventh round TKO loss in February of 2020, I believe Deontay Wilder still is a top 10 pound for pound fighter in the world today. Now, let's talk about the rematch, man. The trilogy fight everybody wanted to see, or at least we thought everybody wanted to see. 
Now, we all know, first of all, big shout out and God bless to everybody out there uh, as it relates to God bless us all as it relates to this pandemic. I pray that, you know, the good Lord brings us through this for all those that have lost someone. Um, my condolences. God bless you. You know what I'm saying? We've all gone through, through this together. And let's pray that we get through it soon. You know, the vaccines are out. How you feel about the vaccine is your choice. But at the end of the day, let's pray that God brings us through this very, very soon. That being said, before the pandemic, February 2020, you had Wilder versus Fury 2. Wilder got his butt kicked. No question about that. You know, Tyson Fury put something on him that night. And almost immediately, I think it was like two days later, it was announced that Wilder was going to, you know, basically use his rematch clause, invoke his rematch clause, and have the trilogy fight with Tyson Fury. Then the pandemic hit. You know, plans for that fight during the summer obviously didn't go down. And uh, it seems like that fight is kind of fizzled away, that the prospect of that fight is kind of fizzled away in lieu of... Fury versus Joshua, right? So I don't know if Tyson Fury is going to fight Joshua next. I believe that is on the horizon. And then maybe Wilder will get his rematch down the line. But I thought, now correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody listening, make sure you comment. I'm going to comment you back. Let me know. Give me some insight on this. if I Because I, I researched it. I'm not 100% sure. I believe Wilder's still contractually obligated uh, to get his rematch or Tyson Fury is obligated to give Wilder his rematch. So I don't know how they can just skip over Wilder like that unless Wilder said, hey, I'm a step back. It's all good. I'm not worried about it. Fight, you know, fight Anthony Joshua. If you got to fight Anthony Joshua, then we can fight later. I don't know. But I do know that Wilder did have a contractually agreed upon rematch. To which case it got po it was set up, then postponed because of the pandemic. Now all the talk is Wilder kind of taking a back seat to a Fury versus Joshua unification fight. I don't know. Maybe Wilder's laying back and chilling right now and saying, you know what? Instead of going straight for Fury in the trilogy fight, let me let Fury face Joshua. Maybe I'll face the winner of that. I don't know. But right now that fight seems to be on ice in lieu of Tyson versus Joshua, uh, Tyson Fury versus Joshua. Uh, by the way, real quick, shout out, big shout out to um to Triller and Fight TV for the production they put on with Tyson versus uh, Roy Jones Jr., that exhibition fight. The biggest selling fight, I believe, in the world, streaming fight in the world this year, or, or last year, I should say. Um, tremendous, tremendous job. Uh, Tyson looked really good. Jones looked good at moments too, but Tyson looked like he can get back in the ring now. But that's, I digress. Anyway, Tyson Fury versus uh, Anthony Joshua seems to have put uh, Fury versus Wilder on the back burner. We shall see how that goes. But that being said, at 42-1-1, a five-year heavyweight championship reign and only a one blemish on his career, I would have to say that Deontay Wilder comes in at number 10 on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly slash Fight TV. You know what I'm saying? I do Fight TV boxing analytics. You know, give it up for your boy. Shout out to, like I said, my boy, you know, over there, Fight TV. You know, I appreciate you, man. We appreciate all the love. We appreciate everything we're getting over here. You know what I'm saying? Deontay Wilder, number 10 on the Fight TV boxing list. You know what I'm saying? That being said, let's move on to number nine. Number nine, number nine, number nine, the number one pound for pound fighter. I know you guys want to hear who the number one fighter is going to be, but we got to go from 10 all the way up to one. And we're only at number nine, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And at number nine, I have the legend, the icon, 
the showstopper. No, I'm not talking about Shawn Michaels wrestling fans. I'm talking about the historic eight division world champion, the first boxer ever to win lineal world titles in five different weight classes, the only boxer to be a world champion in four different decades. He was a champ in the 90s, a champ in the 2000s, a champ in 2010s, and a champ in 2020s. I'm talking about the current WBA welterweight champion of the world, Manny Pacquiao. You already know what it is, man. I was talking to my boy Joel from Fight TV. I think Manny Pacquiao is his favorite fighter. If I'm wrong, correct me, Joel. I think you said Fight T. Uh, my boy Fight T from Fight TV. Joel said that Manny Pacquiao was his favorite fighter. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, correct me on that, my brother. But anyway, um, you know, make sure I want to hear. I want to hear from my boy Conrad too. He's a fight fan as well. I want to hear from Conrad as well. Malik, I know you're not a fight fan, my brother, but we're gonna get you to be a fight fan once again. Shout out to Mountie and Kyron and Rambo as well. All my team in the six pack. What up, though? Manny Pacquiao. Legend. Most notable fights. I mean, he's gone up against Juan Manuel Marquez several times. He faced De La Hoya, Hatton, Cotto, Shane Mosley. The fights with Timothy Bradley. He fought Jesse Vargas. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like I said before, most recently, you know, he had a fight with Adrian the Problem Broner where he beat him. And I think a stunning upset, which gave him the title that he currently has around his waist right now. Back in July of 2019, he defeated... Keith Thurman, who, by the way, hasn't fought since. Keith Thurman was on my top 10 pound-for-pound list a while ago. Even he would have been, you know, he would have still been even after the Pacquiao loss. But um, we haven't heard from him in a long time. I don't know if he's still suffering from injury. But big shout-out to Keith Thurman. If you're healthy, man, we look forward to having you back. But if you're not healthy or trying to get healthy, uh, you know, God bless. Keith Thurman was a really good fighter. But haven't heard from him since the loss to Pacquiao back in July of 2019. But I digress. We're talking about Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao's had some epic moments in boxing, you know, um, truly, truly epic fights where he has defeated, met and, def and de <laughs> was able to meet and defeat some of the best fighters in the world. But I think with the seven losses, man, seven losses, I, I think they're, they're so d defined by upset and by shock. You know what I'm trying to say? Like when I think about the Juan Mar Manuel Marquez knockout of... Pac-Man, that was that was devastating. I mean, the image of seeing you know Pacquiao laying flat on his face after being knocked out by Marquez, that was something to see, uh, almost scary at points. You know what I'm trying to say? I also think a lot about the fight that happened. Maybe I think about four or five years too late. You know when he faced uh, Floyd Mayweather in 2015. Man, how awesome would that fight have been? Just maybe two years earlier, much less five years. The biggest selling fight in history, but I think it fell a little bit flat. I think they're both past their prime at that point. Uh, well, Sean, how come he's on your top 10 pound-for-pound pound list in 2021 if he was past, in prime, past his prime in 2015? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because as slow as he may have looked in that Mayweather fight, I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt in that fight. I think he came into that fight hurt, and I think that he was not 100% going into that particular uh, fight with Floyd Mayweather, with Floyd Money Mayweather. Going back to the current uh, situation, he just, like I said, recently defeated Adrian Broner. And that and that defeat of Keith Thurman to be the WBA champion, which is the belt he holds right now, I think it put him back on the map. But the loss that sticks out in my mind more than any loss, more than any loss, is the loss to Jeff Horn. Highly controversial. Everybody says that the loss that he had to um, Timothy Bradley was controversial. I agree. I think 
I honestly think that Manny Pacquiao won all three fights against Timothy Bradley. Big shout out to Timothy Bradley, one of the best fighters in the welterweight division for a long time. But I don't think he beat Man uh, Manny Pacquiao in that first fight. You know, it's a matter of opinion. But if you want to talk about controversy, that Jeff Horn fight in Australia, Manny Pacquiao kicked Jeff Horn's behind for about 10 or 12 rounds. And somehow, you know, in a highly controversial decision, Jeff Horn won the title for Manny Pacquiao. And that's that's a loss. Out of his seven losses, that's a loss that really sticks in my craw. And I'm sure it sticks in his that that's a blemish on his record. One of those seven losses. And seven's a big number. Seven's a big number. But I'll tell you something. 62-7 and seven with two draws and 39 knockouts. You know, I can look past the seven losses. But, you know, it really should be six losses. He really should be 63-6 and six with two draws because... He did not lose that fight to, to Jeff Horn, even though the record books will say otherwise. So, uh, the legend, Manny Pacquiao at number nine. Moving on, number eight, 37 years old. He's old, he's old, he's old, but I still think he's great. And I'm still looking forward to a potential trilogy fight with a man that you're going to hear about later in this list, Canelo Alvarez. I'm talking about the number eight entrant on my top 10 pound-for-pound Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Boxing List, Gennetti. Triple G Golovkin. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, Gennetti, Triple G Golovkin. I'm telling you something. This guy is 41 and 1 with one draw. 36 knockouts, y'all. A 23 fight knockout streak from 20, excuse me, a 23 a 23 fight knockout streak from 2008 to 2017. That is insane. Wins include, you know, wins against former champions like Kel Brook and and, and Sergey Derenchenko. That's when he won uh, the IBF middleweight title back after losing it to Canelo, to, to Canelo, right? And then he beat Daniel Jacobs in a fight that was closer than the experts thought, but he beat Daniel Jacobs by unanimous decision. What a career Triple G has had. I give him a lot of credit. A lot of credit for coming back after the draw and loss to Canelo. By the way, I thought that he won the second fight with Canelo. That's my personal opinion. But Triple G being able to come back, right, after the loss to Canelo and regain the IBF and IBO middleweight titles, I really respect that. So he is your current IBF and middleweight, uh, IBF and IBO middleweight champion. And I would love to see that trilogy fight against Canelo Alvarez. Triple G Alvarez 3, sign me up. So at number 8, the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly slash Fight TV top 10 pound for pound list. Gennady Golovkin at number 8. Moving on, number 7. The man who defeated the number 10 person on my list. Yes, I have the 30-0 with one draw, 21 knockout, two-time heavyweight champion in the world, Tyson Fury, the current WBC and Rig Magazine heavyweight champion. Tyson Fury is number seven on my top ten current pound-for-pound pound list. He's so skilled. He's so smart in that ring. He uses his size, his reach to his advantage. I love that jab. I think that jab is what really tore up Deontay Wilder. And if Deontay Wilder is going to be champion again, if they ever fight again, he's going to have to figure out how to avoid that jab. Anthony Joshua is going to have to figure out how to avoid that jab. 
Tyson Fury's reach is epic. Like, he has such an advantage where he can kind of keep you at arm's length with that jab, that jab, that jab, and then come with that right cross. Tremendous athlete. Tremendous comeback story after dealing with depression and dealing with some issues that cost him the title the first time. He's a two-time champion who never lost. Obviously, the biggest victory of his career was against Klitschko in 2015, where he won the title by unanimous decision. And then after losing the title, like I said, due to some personal issues, he came back. He fought Deontay Wilder in 2018 to a draw, a controversial draw. And then in 2020, he got over the hump and beat Deontay Wilder by TKO in the seventh round to become the two-time champion. So big shout-out to Tyson Fury. I think Tyson Fury has some big things on the horizon, whether it's a rematch with Deontay Wilder, which is what I want to see, or if it's a, the big unification fight with Anthony Joshua, I would like to see that as well. Tyson Fury, number seven on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly pound-for-pound -pound boxing list. Here we go. Number six, one of my favorite fighters in the game right now, young, hungry, only 16 fights in his career with 12 knockouts. Only 16 fights with 12 knockouts. That's it. Only 16. But I think he's one of the biggest stars in the game today. I believe he's he's number six on my list right now. But I think he'll end up climbing even higher before his career is over. Probably before the next couple of years are over. Tiafimo Lopez, the current IBF, WBA, and WBO lightweight champion of the world. Tiafimo Lopez is on fire right now. He just beat Lomachenko to unify the titles. He's on top of his game. He's young. He's got the look. He's got the athletic ability. He's got the charisma. I love that when he poses, what does the Heisman pose. He does the backflip. This guy is entertaining. Like, I look at Tiafimo Lopez. I'm about to give y'all something right quick. Everybody listening right now, feel me on this. I look at Tiafimo Lopez as a more talented more skilled Prince Nassim Hamed. Does anybody remember Prince Nassim Hamed? The guy who came out, he fought, he was knocking everybody out, doing flips into the ring, dancing, coming down the aisle. Now, you know, when you talk about Prince Nassim Hamed, his entrances were like too long. He, he would take like eight, nine, ten minutes to come to the ring, dancing down the aisle. He would infuriate his opponents. One of the most charismatic fighters ever he won a lot of layups a lot of layups to really elevate his career and elevate his record he ended up becoming the wbo champion at one point but he never really panned out after his first and only loss he never fought again so that was pretty much the buy or i should say he did fight again but never fought another high profile fight again it is what it is right but when you look at tiafimo lopez he's a more skilled more athletic more powerful version of Prince Nassim Hamed. He has that charisma. He has that 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 marketability, y'all, which is so important to being a champion, not only in the ring, but in, you know, mainstream America. He's he's hip hop. He's urban. He's swaggy. He's cool. And he's darn good in that ring. I'm talking about Tiafimo Lopez. And he just beat Lomachenko, who many felt was one of the top 10, at least top five pound-for-pound pound fighters in the world. I don't consider him anymore to be. I got him at number 11. He was my honorable mention. By the way, shout-out to Vasil Lomachenko, my number 11 pound-for-pound, pound, a.k.a., you know, notable mention. If he was on my list, he'd be in the top 10, but I consider him the best outside of my top 10. So shout-out to Lomachenko. But Tiafimo Lopez, you know, won a really big fight against uh, Vasil Lomachenko to unify the lightweight championships. And I think it really has skyrocketed him. He's number six on my list. He's even higher on other people's lists. 
He's on a lot of people's top 10 list, and he's well-deserved of that. He is the future of boxing. If they manage his career correctly, and if he stays healthy, Tiafimo over Lopez is going to be a superstar in this business. He already is. 16-0, 12 knockouts, the current IBF, WBA, and WBO lightweight champion of the world. Number six on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly top 10 pound-for-pound list. Number five. Woo! A lot of people are going to get mad at me for this one. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be mad at me for this one because they're going to say, why is Tyson Fury not above this guy? Tyson Fury is undefeated. I don't care. I don't care. I don't look at the loss to Anthony Ruiz in December, or excuse me, of June of 2019 as the rule. I look at it as the exception. I look at the way he came back and beat Ruiz that following December of 2019 as the rule. I look at him as the best, I'm saying it right now, the best heavyweight in the world today. That's why he's higher on this list than Tyson Fury. That's why he's higher on this list than one of my favorite fighters in the game, Deontay Wilder. I'm talking about the current unified WBA, IBF, WBO, and IBO heavyweight champion of the world, 24-1, and 22 knockouts, Anthony Joshua. That's right. Anthony Joshua, number five on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Top 10 pound for pound list. Let's go. Anthony Joshua, size, strength, athletic ability, jab, right cross, uppercut, the whole nine yards. He's fast. He's strong. He's smooth in the ring. He's educated in the ring. He's a student of the game. And he got heart because he came back against a man he never should have lost to, Anthony Ruiz. Shout out to Anthony Ruiz. You know what I'm saying? Representing for the chubby brothers like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 se I'm big sexy. You know what I'm saying? I'm big sexy. So I respect the chubby brothers. Anthony Ruiz came out. Nobody really took him seriously. He won the heavyweight champion of the world. Became a big mega star. Shout out to Anthony Ruiz. But Anthony Ruiz, that was a fluke. Okay, that was a fluke. We all know it was a fluke. And Anthony Joshua came back and showed the world why he is the man. He came back and showed the world why he is the man. By regaining and becoming the two-time unified heavyweight champion in the world. I think he is the best heavyweight in the world today. And I think that when he faces Tyson Fury, that he will defeat Tyson Fury to become the undisputed. Woo! Shout out to Ric Flair. Undisputed heavyweight champion in the world, but for right now, he's a WBA, IBF, WBO, and IBO champ, still looking for that WBC and Ring Magazine lineal title, but in the meantime, I'm sure he's very happy with the four belts he has, and I'm sure he's happy listening to this show right now, because he is number five on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, pound for pound boxing list, let's go, yeah, quick, you know, quick commercial kind of deal I'm about to give y'all right now, make sure you tune in. After this show, after you're done listening to this show, maybe before the Super Bowl, maybe after the Super Bowl, but whatever you do, make sure you go to the six-pack channels. I'm going to tell you all about them right now. I want you to check out everything pro wrestling by my brother Conrad Cushman. Make sure you check him out. Everything pro wrestling on YouTube. Make sure you check out Narcolepsy Boy 94 You know what I'm saying? Excellent content. We've been doing some amazing things as it relates to like WWE and, and, and Impact Wrestling and TNA drafts and AEW drafts. Check him out. He has a lot of amazing content. Malik, a.k.a. Narcolepsy Boy 94 Make sure you check out my boy Kyron on his channel. 
Make sure you check out my boy um, Rambo. His TikTok is starting to pop off. And make sure you check out my boy Mountie, the Mountie's Corner. Check him out. Some funny content, some good content, some strong content, some real content. Mountie's Corner. Once again, everything pro wrestling. Narcolepsy Boy 94, Kyron, Rambo, and Mountie's Corner. Make sure you check them out. That's a little bit of, you know, that's showing y'all some love right now. Letting y'all know that this is where you get the good content from. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is going to show love to other people doing their thing. My brothers in six-pack. What up, dope? Now let's get back to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly countdown. Number... Oh, where are we at right now? Where are we at right now? Number four. Number four. We're getting to the nitty-gritty, y'all. To the nitty-gritty. The number four pound-for-pound pound boxer in the world, according to HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, and according to me as a Fight TV analyst. Mm, what's your boy going to say? What's your boy going to say? I'm going to say Javante Tank. Davis, 24 and 0, 23 knockouts, a 95.8 knockout percentage, two division undefeated world champion, and your current WBA super and regular super featherweight champion of the world who just this past October sent Leah Santa Cruz so far up into the rafters of Dallas Stadium with an uppercut that he still hasn't come down yet. You feel me? Do you feel me? Javante Tank Davis is off the chain. Javante Tank Davis, a, a, a clear, a clear person who's been very much influenced by Floyd Mayweather. A person, Mayweather calls himself the best of all time. I consider Muhammad Ali the best of all time. Talk about that with me later, okay? Anyway, Javante Tank Davis. I didn't know somebody that small could have that kind of power. No disrespect. No disrespect. This dude hit Leo Santa Cruz with an uppercut. That was ridiculous. I felt he like I thought he broke his neck. That that's how bad he knocked him out with one punch. If you watch that fight. If you watch, and shout out, big shout out to Leo Santa Cruz, a very credible former world champion. I'm not trying to disrespect him. But when Gervonta Davis hit Leo Santa Cruz with that uppercut, he literally, it was a one-punch knockout. How often do you see one-punch knockouts in the featherweight or super featherweight division? You don't. You don't. Listen to me. Listen to your man, Sean. Listen to your homie, Sean. You don't see one-punch knockouts like that in the super featherweight, featherweight, lightweight division. That doesn't happen. Javante Davis, watch the closing, the closing moments of that fight with Leo Santa Cruz. Tank Davis missed his previous two punches. Missed them. And then caught Leo Santa Cruz with an uppercut. One-punch hitter. Quitter, lights out, turn out the lights, the party's over, new champion, deal with it. What up, though? Big shout out to Tank Davis. This kid is for real. I look at him, and I look at um, I look at Tiafimo Lopez, I look at Tank, and I look at Tiafimo as the two most young, great prospects. And I say prospects, they're already world champions, but that's how young they are. Prospects slash world champions in the world today. Tank and Tiafimo. Remember, Sean Hubbard told you that. So right now, I'm telling y'all right now, Tank Davis, number four on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly countdown of the top 
pound for pound boxers in the world. Next up, number three. Woo! Top three, y'all. Top three, y'all. Terrence Bud Crawford, the reigning and defending undefeated WBO welterweight champion of the world. My God, the welterweight division is on fire right now. And this man is a big reason why. 37 and 0, 28 knockouts, three division champion, former undisputed light welterweight champion, gave up that title, relinquished that title to go out, go up and wait to welterweight and became the WBO champion and has not lost. Knockouts over Amir Khan, knockouts over Kell Brook. Terrence Crawford is the man. And Terrence Crawford, I'm telling you right now, y'all, I'm not going to reveal who my number one guy is yet because that would be taken away from my own ratings. Why would y'all continue to listen if I already give you the number one guy? But I will give you a little teaser. I want to see Terrence Bud Crawford face. By the way, Terrence Bud Crawford, number three on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Countdown of the top ten boxers in the world today, pound for pound. I want to see Terrence Bud Crawford face the number one guy on this list that you're about to hear in a few minutes. Give me Bud Crawford versus the man that I'm about to announce as number one. And we're talking about box office value. Just remember I said that. But for right now, let's talk about number three, Terrence Bud Crawford. Another victory over his belt recently. Like I said, uh, Marquee wins against former champions Amir Khan and Kell Brook. Dominant, strong, looks untouchable. Um, Bud Crawford's the man. He just needs... A bigger opponent, and I and I think the fight that I'm I'm, I'm proposing. Listen to me, top rank. Listen to me, uh, 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 premier boxing champions. Listen to your boy Sean. Listen to your boy Sean. Hopefully, the fight, whenever it happens, will be on Fight TV. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, turns Bud Crawford the number three pound for pound fighter in the world, according to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Let's go. Number two. Oh, y'all gonna get mad. Y'all gonna get mad at me because everybody thinks he's number one, but he's not my number one. And I have a right for him to not be my number one because it's my decision. Ha-ha! <laughs> my decision. So I make the decision. I, this is my show. And I say what I want on my show. Number two. Not number one. I know he's a lot of y'all number one. Number two. Saul Canelo Alvarez. I said it. I said it. I don't care if y'all mad. I said it. Canelo Alvarez, number two on the pound for pound list. I said it. Now, before I go into number one, well, no, no, let me talk more about Canelo. I'm going to give Canelo some pride. I like Canelo. He's just not my number one, but he's number two. Come on, man. Number two is good. Obviously, a superstar in the industry. 54 and one with two draws. 36 knockouts, four-division world champion, the current unified super middleweight champion of the world. Obviously, the biggest win of his career was against Triple G in the rematch after the draw. You got to give him a nod for beating Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You got to give him a nod for that superstar lights-out knockout of Amir Khan, the the, the defeat of, of, of Daniel Jacobs. And, you know, let me take a quick moment. My God, I, I've, I've mentioned Amir Khan's name a few times. Amir Khan had such potential. My God. Amir Khan has so much potential. Amir Khan, if you're listening, bro, if you had a little bit stronger of a jaw, 
I mean, you were so skilled in that ring. Your hand speed, your foot movement, you had it all, but you just didn't have the jaw to keep up. You've been knocked, like you've been on the doorstep of being, of being a household name. And you kind of still are a household name, but you've been on the doorstep of being a household name, but you just didn't have the jaw the, 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 you know, to be able to take a punch, to be able to hang in there with the big dogs. But shout out to Amir Khan. He's a former world champion, so big shout out to him. But anyway, back to my point. Canelo Alvarez, big wins over Amir Khan, big wins over Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., big wins over Daniel Jacobs, and obviously the biggest win of his career. He actually, after drawing against, coming up on the draw against uh, Triple G, came back to defeat Triple G in controversial fashion. I think Triple G won the fight, but that's just my opinion. He's been dominant, y'all. The only loss in his career, we all know, September 2013 against Floyd Mayweather. I think he fought him too early in his career. Um, he's on a 13-fight uh, streak of not losing a fight. Now, keep in mind what I'm saying. 13-fight streak without losing a fight. You got to throw in that draw. So in that 12 wins, he has one draw, which means he hasn't lost since the Mayweather fight in 2013. So um, Canelo Alvarez, man. Superstar. He's fighting again in a couple weeks. I'm... I'm Fired up about it. He's a lot of people's number one. I went back and forth in my mind. Should he be number one? Should he be number two? He landed at number two on my list. I don't know. Maybe you catch me on a different day. Maybe it might be Canelo. But I think I'm strong in saying who I think my number one and number two is. So number two on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly countdown of the top 10 pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the world, Canelo Alvarez. Now, before we talk about number one, I know y'all are waiting with faded breath to hear who number one is on this list. Before I give that to y'all, I want to tell everybody out there, first and foremost, God is good. God is amazing. May Jesus Christ bless each and every one of you out there. I want to give a shout out to my family. You know, I love y'all. I want to give a shout out to my church family. I want to give a shout out to some of the people I know, friends of mine that have been listening on the job. Um, I don't know. There's so many people, man, like um, everybody who supported me. Like, again, Six Pack. Shout out to Six Pack. Um... I just want to thank y'all, man. My show is doing pretty well. I want to give a shout out to Joe of Fight TV. Um, you know, all my followers on Twitter. My TikTok starting to blow up. Listen, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to be able to kind of have your own platform to speak your opinions and and do what you do. And and I'm just being me, man. This is just me. Um, I'm a God fearing man. Um, um, I'm I'm a black man. Um, a humble man. Um, hip hop. Um, I'm, I'm I'm fun. Uh, sexy big man in the game, all that stuff. But you know, I'm 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 blessed. More importantly than anything, that's the biggest characteristic. I'm blessed. So thank y'all so much for showing me all this love, and I hope you enjoy this show and any other show, and any other thing that I put out on HubbardWrestlingLeague.com on my on my YouTube channel or whatever. God bless y'all. Be encouraged and know that through Christ all things are possible so with that being said number one on the hubbard wrestling weekly pound for pound list i hope and wish that i had a drum roll so in your mind right now wherever you are however you may be listening do me a favor right now imagine a drum roll in your head all right three two one go all right here we go here we go we go the number one pound for pound boxer in the world according to hubbardwrestlingweekly.com in association with fight tv is none other than the one and only Errol Spence Jr. That's right, y'all. The current reigning and defending WBC and IBF welterweight champion in the world, 27-0, 21 knockouts. This kid, I say kid because I think I got him 
uh, beat as far as age by about <laughs> by about four or five years. But this this guy, he he's so smooth in the ring. He's so talented. First of all, let let's give him some props and and say thank God that he was able to survive the car accident. He was, I believe, ejected from his car from the car accident. You know, thank God he wasn't, you know, injured permanently, was in the hospital, came back, you know, after after the layoff, you know, like he like he beat Sean Porter, who's like who would probably be if this, if this was a top 20 list. Like I said earlier with Vasil Lomachenko, uh, if this was a top 20 list, you know, I, Lomachenko would have made it. If this was a top 20 list, you know, Sean Porter would have made it. So big names like Sean Porter, he's defeated. He's beat it. He's beat it. <laughs> Excuse me. He beat Kel Brook. But for him to come back after that car accident and successfully retain it against somebody like Danny Garcia, I mean, and Danny Garcia, I, I think Danny Garcia was one of the top 10 pound for pound in the world. I think, you know, he's seen his last major main event. I could be wrong. I'm a fan of Danny Garcia's work. I hope that he comes back stronger than ever. But with the performance that Errol Spence put on against Danny Garcia, I think it's undeniable that this man is the best fighter in the world today. Errol Spence Jr., the jab, the foot movement, the speed, uh, very similar to, like I was saying to you before, about how what makes a great boxer, being educated in that ring. He's a student of the game. And I'm so, so much a fan of his. And as a journalist, I, I study this guy because I feel like he's the real deal. I feel like he's such a strong fighter and, and, and has the complete package to be a superstar. And he already is a superstar. He's the reigning WBC and IBF champion. And and I and I believe that he will be for a long time. And I think that's what I and I want to give you know give a little payoff to that teaser from earlier. I want to see Spence Jr. versus Bud Crawford for the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. Now I know it wouldn't be the undisputed championship because you have to think that Manny Pacquiao, number nine on my list by the way, is a WBA champion. So this is how I want it to go down in the best division in the world, the welterweight division. As much as we're so excited to see. Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. You know, obviously Deontay Wilder's in the mix as well in the heavyweight division. I'm even more excited about the welterweight division. And the way I want this to play out is this. I want to see Errol Spence Jr. face Manny Pacquiao. I think Errol Spence Jr. would defeat Manny Pacquiao to get Manny Pacquiao's belt. That would make, if that were to happen, that would make Errol Spence Jr. the WBC, WBA, and IBF champion. And then I would like him to see him go on to face Bud Crawford, the WBO champion, for the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. I think if these winding roads connect for a Bud Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. Now, the way I played it out, you got to give at least six months in between each fight, right? So if I get my Errol Spence Jr. versus Manny Pacquiao fight, right? Then give it another six months. So we're looking at maybe 2022, maybe the summer, spring, summer of 2022. Give me Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. for the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. And I think me as a boxing fan as you and, bo and you as boxing fans would be very, very excited. So there you have it. Let's take a little review of our list right here, y'all. The top 10 pound for pound boxers in the world, according to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. At number 10, the former WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. Manny Pacquiao at number 9, the WBA welterweight champion. At number 8, Triple G, Galani Golovkin, 41-1-1, the current IBF middleweight champion of the world. Number 7, 
the two-time and reigning WBC champion Tyson Fury. At number six, Tiafimo Lopez, the undefeated IBF, WBA, and WBO lightweight champion of the world. At number five, the current unified heavyweight champion of the world, having the IBF, WBA, IBO, and WBO titles, Anthony Joshua, 24-1. At number four, the hard-hitting lightweight, the hard-hitting, excuse me, super featherweight champion of the world with a 95-point, I can't stress it enough, 98 95.8 knockout percentage, the former two-division champ and current WBA champ, Gervonta Tank Davis. At number three, the undefeated 28 knockout, 37-0, three-division former champion, current WBO welterweight champion, Terrence Bud Crawford. At number two, a lot of people feel he's number one. I feel he's number two. The superstar of the world right now, superstar of the world, Canelo Saul Alvarez, 54-1 with two draws, 36 knockouts, four-division world champion, and the current unified super middleweight champion in the world. And the man who I feel is the biggest star of them all and the man who is the number one fighter in the world, according to me and Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, I'm talking about Errol Spence Jr., 27-0. 21 knockouts, and the current WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor to be with you today here on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm so fired up. Once again, shout out to everybody listening right now. I appreciate y'all so much. It's been a blast. I've had so much fun giving you this list. Please, please, please share. Click share. You know, let people know about the podcast. If you like it, just tell somebody about it. That's all I ask. If you like the show, if you like my content, just tell somebody about it. Send your comments, send love. Be respectful, but send your comments, send love. Let people let me if you disagree with me, I take that as love too. If you disagree with me respectfully, I disagree with you respectfully. It's all love though. Let me know what you think. Tell me what you think. I appreciate y'all's opinions. I appreciate everybody listening. I have listeners in all 50 states and internationally. I'm so blessed and I'm going to continue continue to give God the praise for the blessings that he has given me. So with that being said, yo, you've been listening to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast, and you've been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly exclusive top 10 pound-for-pound boxing list in the world 2021. I'm so fired up about it. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you share it. Make sure you tell your friends about it. Make sure you debate me. You know, give me your opinion. If you agree with me, it's all good. If you disagree with me, that's fine. Comment all you want, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? But comment all you want. Have a good time. I enjoy going back and forth and debates and things like that about boxing, about mixed martial arts, about pro wrestling. Check me out on Twitter, hub underscore wrestling. That's H-U-B-B underscore wrestling. Make sure you check me out on TikTok, hub wrestling underscore MVP. Make sure you check me out at the website itself, hubbardwrestlingweekly.com. Big shout out to my family. Big shout out to all my friends. Big shout out to Six Pack. Big shout out to Fight TV. Big shout out to everybody. And wherever you are and however you be, may be listening, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. May the love of Jesus Christ continue to shine upon you. And for the game today, enjoy the game. I know we're in a pandemic. Let's continue to pray and have faith that we're going to get through this. I'm trusting God that we're going to get this through this very soon. It'll be over very soon. I pray and hope that to be the case. And for today, Super Bowl Sunday, the game should be about three hours away at this point. Enjoy it. I know I'm enjoying it. I'm a big sports fan. Big shout out to my New York Giants. I'm a New York Giant fan. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're not in it this year, but I'm really a big New York Giant fan. I hope we have a good year next year. But for this game, for Super Bowl Sunday, today, I'm predicting that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win the game 38-35. I never was a Tom Brady fan when he was in New England, but I got a lot of respect for him. I think what he's doing in Tampa Bay is great. And I think it's really hilarious that he left, you know, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick did not make the playoffs with the Patriots and Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl with the Bucks. 
It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Big shout out to the everybody over at Kansas City. Big shout out to Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and all those guys. They're a great team. But I just think that today in their home stadium that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get the victory 38-35. So with that being said, enjoy the game. Make sure you share my content. Let everybody know about me. I'll let everybody know that I appreciate y'all so much. I will share your comments and everything like that. I look forward to going back and forth with you guys and talking about this stuff. God bless, be encouraged, and remember, through Christ, all things are possible. I'm Sean Hubbard, the sexiest big man in the game and the founder and host of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, and you've been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We'll check you next time. Peace.